0: You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate, with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now, your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. Hi,
1: everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Scandariato. Properties. And today we have a special guest, actually a fellow New Jerseyan as well, who's chatting before, Tim Malazio. And Tim is the co founder of uh, StackSource, which is a tech enabled commercial real estate financing platform. They've completed more than $250 million of commercial financing transactions and are really trying to use technology to automate financing and really disrupt the. Uh, process operators, you know, multifamily operators, any type of real estate operators have to undertake uh, when they are underwriting their deals. And, you know, obviously 90% of transactions are used with uh, commercial financing. So Tim's trying to make our lives easier and love to hear more about his platform and and more about him and, and how he got started. So thanks for coming on, Tim.
0: Thank you, Anthony. It's uh, great to be chatting with another. Morris County, New Jersey, and uh, as we meet up in the industry here. Yes, definitely. It's a small world. Uh, so love to hear
1: about Stack Source. Uh, I guess the first question would be, why did you start it?
0: Yeah. Okay. So Morris County, we're, you know that we're not so far off from New York City. Uh, and when I was growing up, uh, my dad was commuting into the city as a commercial real estate broker. Uh, and so I got immediate exposure to the business via some dinner table conversations and stories about weird lease negotiations. And uh, by the time I was in college and studying finance, um, I had actually an internship at one of the world's largest commercial real estate services companies. And um, I never thought I would take that into a full-time career in real estate because uh, I saw brokers uh, making a million phone calls and competing with each other from one cubicle to the next. And my role in my internship was, I was the smart spreadsheet kid in the corner that could kind of figure out how to automate some of the analysis people were running and um, really loved the technology. But I, I never thought, oh man, I wanna, I wanna try to compete with these brokers and make, make my business that way. And so when I came out of school, I worked for technology companies for several years. I worked for Google and then Facebook in advertising technology. And I thought this is going to be my career. I love these companies. There's delicious free food in the cafeteria down the hallway. And I'm working on some cool technology. But my story got a little bit disrupted by attending a real estate tech meetup uh, a few years ago. And I saw for the first time and my eyes were open to what the future of the real estate industry could look like for investors and operators and for brokers and everyone uh, because of some of the technology platforms I saw and really what real estate investing could become. And, and it, it sparked my interest in combining what my passion was and then what my family background was between technology and real estate, which is what ultimately led me down the path of really identifying the opportunity for StackSource commercial financing as a process is not the most fun piece of this it's not where you make your dollars where you're finding deals and negotiating um and yet it's so so necessary to the process and i talked to real estate investor after real estate investor about how painful it was to find and close on the best commercial financing and that is what led to my passion to build stack source excellent and StackSource, if i'm not mistaken has been around for about six years at this yeah. Point. Well, so we started building a technology and, and testing the waters with a prototype and running it by people and saying, hey, what do you think about this? What if this existed? Uh, we ultimately launched in 2017. So now we're in 2021. I think we're four years post launch. Excellent.
1: Excellent. So was it during 2020 uh, with the pandemic, was it um, did you guys see a, a big uptick uptick in users um, who, you know, basically the debt market? Uh, at one point shut down for a few months. Um, What were you guys working on during that time period? Did you have active deals or were you like planning for when everything was going to slowly go back to normal? What, you know, I'm curious to just understand what happened during that time period.
0: Yeah, so 2020 was a very difficult year for many real estate asset classes. It was a very difficult year for real estate lending. Um, The whole market was down from 2019 was actually a record-setting year for commercial mortgage originations. There were over $600 billion lent out on commercial and multifamily properties across the country. In 2020, there was less than $400 So you talk about the market dropping by more than 33% in total originations. We are lucky enough at StackSource to have seen a rise in originations by more than 50%. Um, so we we more than doubled our market share in a down market because it got really hard to find the right commercial and multifamily financing. Um, you talk about the market shutting down lenders reopening at different cases with different controls in place, lower leverage, higher spreads, um, more conservative underwriting and We actually found a time to shine in helping commercial real estate owners find, hey, who really has legitimate capital for multifamily? Who has legitimate capital for value-add retail that, you know, uh, this town is reopening from the pandemic and really this is financeable, but my local bank won't do it. Uh, My regular lender won't do it. My commercial mortgage broker doesn't know what's going on week to week. And so we actually found that to be a problem that we could solve was we're tracking hundreds of lenders across the country and who's able to do what at any particular moment in time. 2020 was actually a great time to flex that muscle. And now in 2021, as the market is coming back towards full strength, not quite at full strength, uh, we're on pace to more than double again. Excellent. That's awesome. So how are you able
1: to utilize the technology um, piece of it how does first of all, I guess, how does it work? So does the operator sign up, they post their deal, and you get assigned an account manager, and that manager will reach out to the lenders for you. So it's is that correct? And then they're kind of acting as a broker in some respects? Or can you explain how it works?
0: Yeah, no, you are you're absolutely uh on the beat there. So okay. um, we as a platform, whether you're talking to a stack source capital advisor first. Or whether you're just coming online and clicking get a loan and entering your address and information about the property how many units how much income etc um we're then the there's two immediate goals one is if we can match you with the lenders in market that are going to be the most competitive for that asset in that location with that strategy immediately and The reason we're different than a traditional commercial mortgage broker is you have that same conversation with the traditional broker and they are going back to their relationships behind closed doors to have conversations to come back and try to get you to assign an exclusive that you promise you're going to finance with them even before you get your term sheet, which is a little bit difficult to handle sometimes. What we're doing is we're saying, hey. We will instantly show you that we have 15 lenders in market for that type of multifamily value add. Here are their typical rate ranges and what type of lender they are. Here's five banks and three credit unions and and these debt funds. And you're getting instant transparency. Uh, The other thing we're doing is using those signals to see if we can give you, and this is brand new for 2021, but in multifamily in particular, if you're stabilized, an instant quote. So that would be like agency type products, so like a Freddie Mac small balance loan. If you're looking for a refinance of a commercial property from one to six or sometimes one to seven and a half million, and you qualify for a Freddie Mac small balance loan, we'll give you your your, lo- your loan quote instantly, which is something that usually takes days to get back from an agency lender. Interesting. So are you guys using algorithms to estimate
1: you know, the potential loan size based upon what the sponsor provides you in terms of debt coverage, in terms of debt yield, in terms of, you know, other financial metrics they provide you. So you're really relying on the sponsor. And then does it once the sponsor says, okay, I like this quote, let's say for a million and a half, that's basically what I need in proceeds. They click on that and then the your agent reaches out to the sponsor and then they get more information and it goes into the lender's underwriting queue. So uh, is, is that... Am I on track there? I I haven't used the platform yet, so. Yeah, totally on track.
0: Uh, And we'd love, you know, if you're curious about it or you have a property that you think, you know, right now, commercial financing, the conversation is so intensive. You need to do all these things up front to hope you get an acceptable quote on the back end. So if you're doing it alone as a borrower, you're having to provide so much documentation just to get a lender to give you an initial indication if you're trying to get multiple lenders to compete because you're not sure who's the best lender and you want to find the lowest rate or the most proceeds or the lightest recourse. And there's several, you know, things you can be going for in the commercial financing process, finding the right combination is key, right? So there's so much you have to do up front. We're saying, let's flip it. We'll give you the quote first. And then, yeah, you like the quote. Now we'll work through the documentation and we'll, we'll give you a checklist and that's exactly it. You don't need to wait for some banker to finish his round of golf to know your maximum loan size, potential interest rates, how your prepayment penalty is going to affect your rate. You can know that right now. We'll give you transparency as long as it's a programmatic product. Now that's garbage in, garbage out. If you lie about the property's income, if that rent roll is not complete, that's gonna come out later. You're not gonna be able to close on that loan. But if you're a legitimate sponsor and you know what you're talking about, why shouldn't you know what your financing is right away? That's I was just going to ask you if there was a everybody hates
1: when I say retrain, but has there been, um, you know, like what's the percentage of deals where the sponsor represents and it's okay, everything's good. The loan proceeds aren't chopped down. You know, obviously, there's a lot that goes into that. But is it like 90 percent of the time? It's basically what was on the term sheet initially or the quotes you initially provided?
0: Yeah, well, so, so getting a perfect underwriting is elusive and there's no such thing as a lender and a borrower seeing, uh, very rarely is a lender and a borrower 100% on the same page, just like a lender and a borrower and an appraiser. And now you need a third party objective view of what the property is. There are going to be tweaks in underwriting, right? So what we say is this is a soft quote if it's auto-generated. Now, if it's already vetted by a human and you're getting a term sheet and you're submitting a deposit, now that's human underwritten. Right, and they've gone through the underwriting, they've verified the NOI, there's gonna be diligence to do. And things can come up with diligence, but you're getting a full term sheet, you're putting a deposit, that's a, that's a very um, reliable quote. If you're talking about a soft quote, now that relies on the borrower having some level of expertise, you can't, you can't underwrite 0% vacancy, for instance, for a Freddie Mac loan, because even if you have your 0% vacancy right now on your property, that doesn't mean you're gonna have 0% vacancy over an 18 month period you're going to have some tenants that move out it may take a couple of weeks to get the tenants in and so we're using market vacancy when it comes to the full underwriting and due diligence so part of it is how well versed is the sponsor in underwriting that's why we have capital advisors on staff where this is not just a technology portal that says hey it knows how to do math it might pull a couple of data points but are these accurate who knows who do i talk to to find out it if it's accurate who knows well we actually provide somebody to talk to to talk through hey Tell us what your business plan is. Let's walk through the options. And not only that, let's walk through why would you take an agency loan? Should we shop this to the whole market? Might you get a better interest rate from a bank or credit union today than what you get? You have a 3.85% quote and one year of IO from Freddie Mac. Cool. Did you know that we financed a couple months ago a 2.99% from a bank? Let's talk about whether that full recourse quote from the bank is worth the interest rate, all of these types of conversations, the underwriting, what your loan options are, why you might take LifeCo versus CMBS, all these things become a conversation that will still happen that you'd expect from a good broker, you can expect from StackSource 2, plus the speed and transparency of a tech platform. Okay, excellent. So the capital advisors on your team,
1: what's their credentials? Are they, Do they come from other brokerage shops or do they go through your training because you've had the experience in the industry? Just curious because they're, and like your you know your father as an example, there's mortgage brokers who start out in their career as a mortgage broker and they die as a mortgage broker. They, it's like a lifelong career
0: um, for a lot of
1: people. So I'm just curious where you're attracting your talent from and um, how they're adding value as well.
0: Yeah, um, so all of our commercial capital advisors come from a, a a role in the past where they've either either been an analyst, a loan officer, or a broker. Um, and some of them are real estate and multifamily investors in their own right. They have portfolios that they continue to build on the side, though their, their main focus is stack source and, and helping other uh, investors find the ideal financing. Um, they do have different specialties. Like you may find from one of our capital advisors in Atlanta really knows multi-tenant retail in a, in a way that, um, you know, and then another colleague in Chicago may be an expert in multifamily. And so if you're submitting a, a financing you know, request to our website, you may get routed to different people based on location or expertise, um, or you may get assigned multiple capital advisors that you're talking to as a team. Um, And uh, we're, we're up to 13 capital advisors at the company today. We'll likely be doubling that number in the next year or so as StackSource has recently, you know, kind of doubled down, raised capital to take our platform and our business to the next level and really grow across the country. Excellent. That's awesome. So how does it
1: work from the borrower's standpoint in terms of fees. So yeah. obviously it could vary depending upon how large the deal is for, you know, the audience who's listening. If you have, you know, a ten million dollar loan, maybe the broker will get a half a point, and then you gotta pay the bank a half a point. So there's a lot of, you know, upfront fees associated with, you know, debt financing. So is it is the model similar to using a third party broker? If I hired a Marcus and Millerchat broker, let's say. Um, or is it cheaper? Are you guys trying to solve that problem as well? What, what does that look right. like?
0: Yeah. Okay. So we are like a broker in that we get a fee upon successful financing. You're not paying us anything upfront or for our time. It's, hey, if we actually can get you what you're asking for here and you close that loan, um, we make our fee on the loan amount. Now, Here are two differences between us and traditional brokers. We're gonna come back to that word transparency because transparency is not just seeing your matched lenders, which you do, uh, seeing how you progress through the process, which you can, but it's actually in the fee structure as well. So traditional commercial mortgage brokers actually make money in two ways. One is they send you a fee agreement that says, hey, can I have 1% of the loan amount if I successfully finance you? And often that's an exclusive engagement. Like, hey, I'm not going to help you get any quotes unless you promise to pay me, whether or not you use my lender. Um, One first change. We send a fee agreement and you click to accept it. And we get paid a percentage. What we do not do is then take an extra fee on the the lender on the back end. Several major commercial mortgage shops um, that are well known and national and do a lot of business you don't know what they make on the back end from the lender via yield spread meaning your rate is actually more expensive because the lender is paying the broker to incentivize them to go with that lender we don't think that aligns the incentives with the broker and the borrower so we want to have to have entirely aligned incentives saying we're not trying to help the lender a little bit and help the borrower a little bit we are only trying to help the borrower and the lender with the lowest rate and the most proceeds and what really accomplishes the best return for the borrower should be the one that you know is able to win so that's one we never take fees off of both sides uh two if you're using an auto quote from sac we take no origination fee at all at that point the economics are built into the quote um, so that we can show you hey if StackSource does this loan, here's the interest rate, here's the proceeds. You don't need to worry about paying a single origination point.
1: Is that common more on
0: agency loans or or pretty much across the board? It's only agency loans with us today. Uh, We're going to be adding more um, loan programs that can be auto quoted on StackSource in time. Uh, So I don't know if you have other listeners that might do like a single tenant retail deal, which is much more conservative than uh, multifamily, especially if you have a credit tenant, those will be auto quoted in the future. Um, other agency products that we haven't yet automated, we've done Freddie SBL, we've done HUD 223F, um, which is actually the lowest rate, highest loan proceeds that you can possibly get on a multifamily, though the process takes a long time because you need government approval. Um, but uh, there will be other loan quotes on StackSource in time. Another one is SBA 504, if you're a small business buying a building, uh, that will be automated on StackSource before the end of the year, which is exciting. Um, whenever we can auto quote a deal, we build our economics into that loan program directly.
1: Excellent. Excellent. So what's the future of StackSource? Where do you want to be in five, you mean five years, six years right now, where do you want to be in the next five? You mentioned you're raising capital. So what's the future look
0: like for StackSource? Sure. Um, so we want to be the best commercial real estate finance company in the world. Um, and we're just at We're in the we're like the bottom of the first inning for that because we've built our platform. We've started to build this machine where we know what loans are going to qualify, where can we auto quote? Where is it going to be a manual competition between multiple lenders in our network? And at this point, we've cranked through 150 loans on our platform and we've done hundreds of millions of dollars of financing. We're getting to the point where we're doing more more middle market loans in the in the 10 to 50 million dollar size when you know the first hundred deals that we did on the platform. You know, there were probably only one or two that were north of $10 million. All, everything else was small balance. Um, as we grow, we're going, to be, we're going to have a presence in every major commercial real estate market across the country. Uh, we're in six different markets now as far as people, but we've closed loans in like 32 or 33 different states. Uh, we'd love to close loans in every state and be the best commercial financing. This is a $3 trillion pool of loans. 3.5 is actually closer. Um, we have like 0.03% market share. Um, and we're just at the very beginning of the growth, but auto quotes wherever possible, as much transparency as possible and never hiding the economics from the borrower. And, you know, we think if we can do those things and we can close a lot of loans and help a lot of investors, it will continue to grow. Excellent. And then how does it work for the sponsor when they're submitting their
1: deal and they get assigned a loan officer or whatever you want to, I don't know what you call them, account manager, um, and they don't like, they don't like them. Like, How, how do they... Do you do you auto pick that, or can you select? I'm just because that's an important fit too when you're working with um, any Absolutely. sort of transactional broker. Um, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I would I would throw I would kind of t- twist it the other way. If you connect with a capital advisor at StackSource that you love. Mm-hmm. You just call them next time and they'll get, you know, they'll get started for you right away. Just as if like you have like a favorite broker and like they're the first person you call when you're working with them. You can absolutely call a StackSource Capital Advisors. We we are not robots, not not fully. We, we have yeah. a platform, but this is, uh, this is also a company of real estate finance professionals. And uh, many of them have relationships with clients that come back to them for loans two, three, four, ten. Um, and, uh, because it may be an entirely different set of lenders because now you're doing a different market. Now you're doing a different strategy. Now you're tapped out with your local bank and they can't do anymore. There are many reasons why you may be looking for the next lender or to have the same pool of lenders compete again, or a slightly different pool of lenders. We may learn of some hot capital from a life insurance company in the next six months that if you just go back to the same lender that one next time. You may be missing that high capital from the life insurance company. And and all of those are good reasons to have a good relationship. Somebody you can call or email uh, with the capital advisor, whether it's at StackSource or somewhere else. Um, We have a number of experts here that can talk through, you don't even have an LOI on that property yet, but can talk through, Hey, how, how might we structure this if we were to buy that asset? you know, at this cap rate, here's our play, you know, Hey, there's, there's, you know, I've heard, I've been hearing about this alternative source of capital. What do you think? Can I get non-recourse on something like this? A lot of times you don't, you don't want to wait until you have something under contract and run a formal process and having that point of contact, you know, is going to help in a myriad of myriad of ways. And how are you guys, are you guys disrupting any, um,
1: any, almost like the paperwork and the filing for the sponsor? Because as you know, when a sponsor is trying to submit their loan package, there's many, many di- different pieces of documentation. You got your real estate schedule, your personal financial statements, obviously you have on the property level, all those income statements, balance sheets, et cetera. Is there a yeah. portal that the sponsor can just upload them and then you guys deal with
0: presenting it to the lenders? Is that how it works? Yeah, that's right. So if you're matched with 15 different lenders, you don't imagine that like each of those is then asking for the exact same file and you have to then email back. So so a lot of people ask us, like, are you the lending tree for commercial real estate? And, and I actually don't like that comparison because if you submit for a quote on lending tree for a home loan, you have 15 different lenders that now have your contact information and they're emailing you and calling you and you're providing the same information to all of them. For Salesforce, you have one portal with one checklist of everything leading up to getting the right quotes and the right term sheet. Now, during the closing process, that's likely going to move to the lender. Once you've submitted a deposit and getting the process going, that lender usually has their own internal compliance uh, closing and due diligence checklist. But as far as the checklist to get the right quotes and to get multiple lenders to compete, that's one checklist that lives on StackSource where you're able to upload securely that all of the lenders can then download it and work with it. We have easy templates for things like the schedule of real estate owned. Actually, if you Google schedule of real estate owned, I think we're the first results because we made a really easy template that again, even if you're not using StackSource for financing, there are hundreds of investors that have downloaded our schedule of real estate owned to send to a lender that don't use StackSource for financing, which is fine. We, We wanna be helpful to people in the industry in any way we can. Oh, that's excellent, excellent.
1: Uh, how can people find you, Tim? What's the best way they can reach you, learn more about your company and, and use it?
0: Sure. Uh, so my email is tim at stacksource.com. Um, if you search Tim Milazzo, and if you're somebody's listening and you don't know how to spell Malazzo, it's M-I-L-A-Z-Z-O. But if you search Tim Malazzo on LinkedIn or Google or Facebook or Twitter, I'm the first one that comes up. DM me, email me, tim at stacksource.com. Stacksource.com, and you go to the About page. You can actually see if there's a capital advisor in your city um, that you can talk to about a financing scenario. I'm also happy to introduce you to anyone on our team that's a financing expert, um, and uh, even my phone number is on the website. So, um, you know, please, please do reach out if anyone has financing questions, loves real estate tech, if they grew up in Morris County, New Jersey, like us, us Anthony. I'd be interested in any of that.
1: Excellent. Awesome. Well, Tim, thank you so much for coming on. And like I mentioned, I will have a link to Tim's website and social media platforms on our social media posts as this podcast gets distributed. And if you liked what you heard and or saw today, if you could please give us a rating and review on iTunes, we really appreciate it. It would help Tim and my, my message get out to a greater audience. It's just the way iTunes works. So uh, we really appreciate that. And thank you so much for coming on, Tim. Hope to have you on again soon.
0: This has been great, Anthony.
1: Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you.